Hey there, is today your first time here? Or maybe your first time in a while? If so, maybe you're wondering exactly who we are and what this church is all about. Well, we'd like you to know that we're a group of ordinary people who are on an amazing journey together, following Christ. Our guide is the Bible because it's the divinely inspired Word of God and it will never take us in the wrong direction. Along the way, we hope you'll see that we are welcoming and spiritually passionate and that getting to know you is a big deal to us. We know that the road is rough sometimes, but we'll work really hard to bring you practical and relevant messages to equip and encourage you through life's ups and downs. We want you to know that we care about this community and we believe that it's our job to make it a better place. So no matter who you are or where you've been, we're glad you're here with us today. And we hope that you'll join us on our journey, following Christ and living out His plan for us. So welcome to church. 14 is where we're going to begin our reading today. Uh, today. And we thank God for each of you again for tuning in with us as we begin to share the Word of God. I am excited because God is doing something. God is doing something. Amen, amen. God is doing something. And so as we begin to embrace what God is doing, I need you to anticipate, I need you to expect, and I need you to get excited because the Spirit of God is moving. Amen. So for right now, hopefully you have 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I want you to focus at verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14. And the Scripture declares, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then all were dead. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose from the dead. Wherefore, henceforth knoweth we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, Yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Father, we thank you for this text, for your word, Lord God. Father, hide me behind the cross. Speak to your people. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Now, saints, I want you to know, first and foremost, God loves you. Let me say that again. God loves you. When I was praying, I said, Lord, what do you want me to say to the people? He said, tell them I love them. Tell my people that I love them. God desires that you and I move in this love, knowing that he has the best in mind for each of us. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of peace, to give you a good and expected end. So God has such a great love for each of us, and he wants you to know that he loves us. Therefore, because we know that we can no longer operate under the capacity of how we used to operate because we are now new creatures in Christ, we now must put away some things. One of the things uh, that is restricting us 
from receiving all that God has for us is that we have set up some rudiments, some traditions, and some things that we do and believe that somehow they make us closer to God, but I want to let you know up front they only blind you to the truth. Too many people have put their traditions and their norms in place, and they declare to others this is the proper way of doing things. They are the way that everyone expects us to operate, but God loves us too much to allow us to return to tradition, to return to customs that people put in, rather than turn to him and embrace the liberty that he's given us in Christ Jesus. Mm. Why are you stuck? You believe that I can only worship God a certain way. And God says, they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. Too many of us have established patterns of, of acceptance, accepted behaviors. If you don't raise your hand, if you start talking in tongues, if you do all these things, you are out of order. Well, I'm going to let you know that the God of all salvation has given such a liberty to teach us how we can approach his throne and have victory. Mm. You see, in essence, many of us no longer follow God. We follow the traditions of some of our churches and our denominations and those practices that say we must do certain things. But God is saying, whenever your following is in contradiction to what my word declares, you need to abide by my word. Mm. Why is it that we have so many people in church who are complacent? not willing to get up and move because they have been lulled to sleep in a false sense that somehow God embraces my servile attitude and, and all of this. And God says, wait a minute, I have put a Holy Ghost fire in you that is welling up in your bones, and how dare you sit down on that power? Mm. Oh, the reason we no longer see revival in our churches, the reason we no longer see changes is because we're patterning ourselves after each other rather than looking unto him who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Mm. We should be now crying out to God, especially in this time of COVID-19, especially in this time of racial unrest, especially in this time of people being laid off, especially in this time where so much is taking place. This is the time where the people of God need to stand. Oh, we need to stand. You see, you can follow what other people proclaim, and you can believe it to be true only to find out it was a lie. Mm. I remember there was a time, and we know in history, that many people thought the world was flat. And sad to say, there's some even on the internet, even today, who still proclaim the world is flat. But all you have to do is look at Isaiah chapter 40. Look at verse 22. And the scripture simply declares that he sits enthroned about the circle of the earth. And his people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in. In other words, the Bible already had in it, written in it, that God sits on the circle of the world. So how dare you think the world is flat? 
In other words, we believe the lie. How many other lies have we we believed? Pastor, I feel like God done left me. And yet, you know, Hebrews 13 and 5 declares, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Pastor, I believe God doesn't love me anymore. Jeremiah 31 verse 3 declares, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. You see, there are times that the enemy can play in your head. And there are times that he gets us out of kilter. But God wants you to know he loves you. And God wants you to know even more than that. You got the power. You got the power. You got it. So, saints, you need to learn how we must not accept things simply because some people say it. God's word requires that we prove all things. Is that 2 Thessalonians 5 and 21? Prove all things. Hold fast to that which is good. I remember a conversation I had with someone who came here in the church, and they began to speak something, and, and they began to throw their title up there, I'm a prophetess. And I said, well, let me tell you, when I look at that, I'm so thankful for the gift, but I need you to know, I'm not trusting everything that's just come out of your mouth, because what you declared is not true. Well, where did you get that from? The Bible says, prove all things. Uh, now, that don't mean I'm going to argue with you about it. That don't mean I have to do a, a homiletic uh, discussion, expository message about it. No. It is simply that God does not want his people to be taken by the foolishness and craftiness of men and women. So we must prove all things. God doesn't want us to be ignorant of Satan's devices. He wants us to prove all things. And the amazing fact about many of the traditions and rituals and customs that we uphold, we uphold them because they give a false sense of pride. Mm. Pride. Look, man is proud of what he has accomplished. People are proud because of how their church looks, how large their membership is. You got people who are want to build up themselves based on the the preacher's uh, accomplishments, his uh, credentials, as though this is theirs by virtue of substitution or or transference. But I need you to know it is a false sense. If you're going to put your hope in anything, my hope is in no one else but Jesus. Mm. Mm. This false sense of God, this false sense of pride, rather, has made some of us, we'd spend more time building up our churches, denominations, and less time building up the kingdom of God. Mm. So many people have uh, allowed themselves to become puffed up. And we put so much faith in worldly things because it is what we aspire. Mm -hmm. What we aspire because it makes us feel good. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. We're going to see a typical discussion here. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Hallelujah. And the scripture. Uh, 
I'm going to just go straight to it. Verse number 3. 1 Corinthians 3 and 3. For ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not carnal and walk as men? For while one saith, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are ye not carnal? Who then is Paul? And who then is Apollos? But ministers by whom ye believe, even as the Lord gave to every man. I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. You see, saying sometimes we can be won over with some things. The church had an issue. I don't like that one preaching. I like him. I like her. Does that happen to church today? Oh, yeah. Somebody say, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, it happens. People picking and choosing. But yet when God has placed his hand upon the vessel and anointed the vessel, why do we struggle to hear what God has spoken through the vessel? Oh, I am of Apollos. I am of Paul. You see, sometimes we think our traditions and our customs that people must preach like so-and-so, teach like so-and-so, and act like so-and-so. But God made each of you so unique, so peculiar. Thank God there ain't nobody else like some of us. <laughs> uh, thank God. Amen, amen. Come on, let, let me move on. First, let's go to chapter 4. Chapter 4. Let's look at verse 18. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Now some are puffed up as though I would not come to you. But I will come to you shortly if the Lord will and will know not the speech of them which are puffed up, but the power. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. In other words, saints, a lot of people are talking a lot of stuff, talking loud, saying nothing. Mm. Paul's word is saying, let's see who has the power then. You got a lot of talk going on. Ah, uh, you know, uh, a lot of talk going on. Paul said, let's see who has the power. Turn back to chapter 2. We're still in 1 Corinthians. Let's start at verse 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Oh, hallelujah. Mm. You see, the gospel, it is not a great debate. The gospel is a demonstration of God's great power. 
It is, a, it is a demonstration of a move of the Holy Spirit. So why did Paul says, it is not in your speech. Look at verse 5. It says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Oh, saints. I've heard some good preachers, and I'm not putting any of them down. Some of them can get you moving and shouting and jumping and, and everything. But notice Paul declares, but the power of the message is not in the speech. It is not in the wisdom of men, rather, but it is in the power of God. Anybody want that power? Mm. You see, there are many today who act as though they don't make mistakes. You can listen right now to the speeches and the boasting that is taking place even in the midst of the campaign for the offices that we are now looking at the field, the highest office in the land, president. Some are so prideful, so puffed up, so arrogant. They want you to believe that they have all the power. And you can follow the hype. You can give all your resources. But you best believe that the only one who has all the power is God. Hmm. It is God alone who judges. It is God alone who decides according to Psalm 75, verse 7. He is the only one who decides who rises up and who he will put down. Mm. Jesus has given power to each and every last one of us. Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I give unto you power to trade over scorpions and over serpents and all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So who has the power? You do. You have been given the delegated power. Jesus says, I give unto you power. So when we just relate that to what we're dealing with right now with the elections, who has the power? Not these people who are running for office. You do. Because the moment you exercise your power in the ballot, you have exercised your power. Mm. When I look at Mark, because I'm not moving this into election thing. When I look at Mark chapter 16, the last few verses of Mark chapter 16, Jesus says specifically, specifically rather, Mark 16. Hallelujah. Verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. These signs will follow them that believe. Saints, there is no reason why any of you should remain seated in your chairs when the need arises for God to use you. You don't have to call the preacher. You don't have to call the prophet and evangelist. No, no, no. These signs shall follow them that believe. If you say that you believe, then you need to allow the Spirit of God to use you in that moment and watch and see what he will in fact do. Oh, the pastor can't be everywhere. 
Uh huh. But you, wherever you are, when you see the need, then I need you to realize God will use you if you will yield yourself to him. Too many of us are saying, I don't know enough. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't have a title. Uh, I don't have a position. The word of God says believers. I believe that's what we all are called, believers. And so he's given unto believers the power, the authority. These signs shall follow them. And so, see, there are times when people will make you feel suspect. The Pharisees did that to Jesus. How many of us know that Mark 3, verse 25, they begin to say that Jesus cast out devils by the power of Beelzebub. Jesus says, uh, if a house be divided against itself, it cannot stand. So in other words, there are those who want to cast some doubt on how God will, in fact, or is, in fact, using you. They will make you feel suspect that that somehow you don't have what it takes, but God is only looking for somebody to stand in the gap. Somebody to say, here am I, Lord. Send me. Mm. You see, it was easy for the Pharisees and Sadducees to begin to criticize Jesus uh, simply because they could not refute the power that they saw evident. And, and so they began to now try to Cause some, cast some doubt on his integrity. Jesus said, in other words, the day's vernacular, I can show you better than I can tell you. In other words, it's easy to talk. But let me, as James said, you say you got faith? Let me see your works then. Oh, too many folks are finding uh, uh, all critical. Someone sings, I, I could sing better than that. Well, why didn't you? Uh, they ain't the only people who can teach a, 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 a Sunday school lesson. Why don't they ask me? Why don't you stand up? Uh, you see, we're too quick to point out and too quick to be critical. But yet the power of God, the, the ability of God empowered by the Holy Spirit has desired to use you, but many of us won't step up to the plate. Mm. It's just like in some of our elections we see going on right now. They're casting all kind of name and casting doubts on their competitors. He is this. He said that she did this. They keep disparaging. Well, how is that different from what the Pharisees did to Jesus? They said, first and foremost, he's a wine bibbler. Mm. He's a sinner. He's a deceiver. He's a boaster. He's a false prophet. He's mad. Don't you know he's the illegitimate son of Joseph? You see, people will start pulling up wherever they can get dirt and try to throw it against you. All because you have desired to be used of God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You see, I need you to know many are the afflictions of the righteous the Lord will deliver you out of them all. But I need you to know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So there are times that you cannot listen to the naysayers. 
You can't allow them to be in your company who do nothing but criticize and tear down time and time again. If they're walking with you criticizing others, you better believe when you're not there, they criticize him. Oh, you. Oh, hallelujah. It's time to wake up. Let's turn to John chapter 10. Oh, hallelujah. You see, I need you to know you have the power. And God wants you to know so much of his love that he's given you and I the power. John chapter 10 is where we're going to look uh, as we move on from this moment, from this point in our message, John 10. You see, no matter what they, no matter what they called Jesus, they could not deny his miracles. No matter what they tried to do, they could not deny the power. John 10, look at verse 19. So much so that there was a division, therefore, among the Jews for these sayings. And many of them said, he hath the devil, and he is mad. Why hear ye him? 21. Others said, these are not the words of him that have a devil. Can a devil open the eyes of the blind? You see, you have to realize that there are those who cast uh, a negative image on you. Jesus said, I have the power. Despite how many times people assault your character, remember who has the power. Let's look at verse 21, uh, 22 rather. Uh, oh no, we're going to move on. 25. Jesus answered them, I told you and you believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But ye believe not, because ye are not of my sheep, as I said unto you. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. And they follow me. Oh, you know why they could not follow? Because they were not his sheep. You know there why people right now will not receive the word? Because they're not his sheep. You need to realize that there's going to come a day of separation. The sheep he's going to say on his right hand, Oh, welcome into the joy, into the glory of the Lord that has been prepared from you. And to those on the left, the goats, depart from me. Ye workers of iniquity, I knew you not. You see, when people declare we're all God's children, I said, don't tell that lie to nobody because we're not. Jesus told some of them, you are of your father the devil, and it is his works that you do. Now, I need you to know, sometimes we do get in those works of the flesh, it's according to Galatians chapter 5. What do you mean? Sometimes we do lie. We do steal. We do uh, envy, strife, heresy, sedition. You know, jealousy, backbiting, yeah, we gossip, yeah, we do all those things. But I need you to know, when that is not your lifestyle, those are the things that the Lord is constantly delivering you and I from, that these things will no longer be named amongst us. Oh, no. How dare we say that we are the children of God and we still live like the world. It is time to shake it all loose. It's tight, but it is right. Uh, oh, be ye holy because I am holy. You see, these are not the words of someone 
when Jesus says, if you don't believe me, believe the works. What do you see taking place? You see, there are many today who cast such a, a shadow on the people who God uses. Well, I heard this about him. I know that about her. Let me tell you where, what they used to do and all this. Well, that was in the past because we opened up with 2 Corinthians. We told you 5.17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. If God don't see it no more, then I'll dare you keep bringing it up. Mm. Mm. Jesus came to give power to the sheep. He says the reason the Pharisees could not do these kind of miracles because they were not his sheep. You are his sheep. And he has given to each and every last one of you power to be used to God. You are the sheep of God. He's given you the power. Now, now, when I begin to look, and I'm going a little bit further here, John chapter 10, go down to verse 31. And the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, many good works have I showed you from my father. For which of those works do you stone me? The Jews answered him saying, for a good work we stone thee not, but for blasphemy, and because thou, being a man, maketh thyself God. Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law? I said, ye are gods. If he called them gods unto whom the word of God came and the scripture cannot be broken, say ye of him whom the father have sanctified and sent into the world, thou blasphemest because I said, I am the son of God. If I do not the works of my father. Believe me not. But if I do, though ye believe not me, believe the works, that ye may know and believe that the father is in me and I in him. Oh, saints, you have the power. God has given it to us as Jesus has declared. We have it. You know, I'm thinking about times that people had to prove that they were used of God, the power being demonstrated. Anybody remember Elisha going up to the top of Mount Carmel against those 400 prophets of Baal? And he told them, y'all go ahead and call on your God. And they danced and they shouted. They cut themselves and they did everything for half the day. Paul says, oh, uh, uh, Elijah says, okay. Y'all go ahead, take a seat. And he prayed, Lord, let them know that you sent me. So he built the altar. He put the sacrifice on it. And he told the men, come on, get some water. Surround this thing in water. Drown it in water. Put a moat around it in water. And then he called on God. God showed the people that the God who answers by fire, he is God. Immediately fire came down from heaven and, and took the sacrifice, burnt it all up, and sucked up all the water. And the people said, the God of Elijah, he is the God. You got the power to show people who God is. 
You got the power to show them. Uh, Moses proved who had the power. Moses went to Pharaoh and he said, Pharaoh, let God said, let my people go. And Pharaoh said, who is God that I should obey him? So Pharaoh threw his stick down, his staff down. It turned into a serpent. Pharaoh later, I mean, uh, uh, Moses rather, threw his, his staff down. It turned into a serpent. Later on, Moses got that staff. He touched the water with it, and it turned to blood. Later on, Moses threw some ashes up in the air, and everybody came down with boils. Moses later on uh, says, because you won't, oh, it's going to rain uh, hail and bring hail from heaven and destroy all the crops in the field. Uh, if that wasn't enough, Pharaoh, because you won't, God is going to kill all the firstborn in Egypt. And after you know, that wasn't enough for you to know. He let the people go. They were going through the Red Sea. And Pharaoh began to follow after him. God opened up the sea, allowed the people to go through on dry land. Pharaoh and his army came pursuing, and God drowned them all. Who got the power? Oh, who got the power? Hmm. I remember a man by the name of Samson. Uh-huh. He had to battle the Philistines. And it came a point that they had taken him captive because they cut off his hair. They plucked out his eyes. And it came a time later on, his hair had grown back. And they had a great banquet. And they stationed him between two pillars. And he prayed, Lord, I know I messed up back in the day. But if you'll let your power flow through me one more time, God, I will let you. I will let your power be seen. And then he began to pull those chains. Those pillars came down and more Philistines died in that day than in his whole time of killing them. Who got the power? God got the power. Oh, huh. I remember a man by the name of Peter. Uh, he and John were walking down the streets, and he came across a man, and he says, alms, alms, give unto me. They said, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, give I unto you. Rise up and walk. Who got the power? God got the power. Oh, hallelujah. I remember a man by the name of David. Uh -huh. He was a shepherd boy. He heard the taunts of a giant by the name of Goliath. He went down. He got five smooth stones, and he put one in a slingshot, and he let it go. The giant came falling down. He took his sword, cut off his head. Who got the power? God got the power. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I remember there was a man by the name of Paul. He was on his way to Damascus. He had letters to persecute the saints. But on the way, he saw a bright light. And on the way, God knocked him off his high horse. And on the way, God spoke to him. Who got the power? God got the power. Don't you dare tell me you don't have no power. God wants to use you if you will get up and let him use you. God has given his power to you. God has declared, let me be glorified in you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who got the power? Oh, you got it. Somebody needs to say, God gave it to me. I received the power. I received the power of God. I received the power. I received the power from my high. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. He says, I give unto you power to trade over scorpions, over serpents, 
and over all the power of the enemy. You got the power. The next time the issue arises, you don't need to call me. You need to use the power God has given you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We have received power from on high. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Father, may we not walk in traditions. Oh, Father, we're walking in the mercy, the grace that you have shown us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we present ourselves unto you. A living sacrifice, holy, acceptable in your sight. Father, you told us, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm. The power of God is starting to fall right now. Mm. Speak in your heavenly language, begin to proclaim. The power of God begin to receive. The power of God. God wants to make it available to you. Oh, let the weak say I'm strong. Oh, let the poor say I'm rich. God is now giving you the power, the authority. Begin to walk in it. Begin to receive it. Do not doubt. You will be able to speak to any mountain. It shall get up and move if you exercise faith. You got the power. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, you've given your saints power. Oh, Lord, today we exercise power. We walk in power. So we can't say that we're too weak. We got the power. You got all the power you need to come against that enemy that's coming against you. Mm. Thank you, Lord. I receive power. I receive your presence. I receive right now. Right now, Lord God. I present my body as a living sacrifice. Oh, Lord God. I'm yours, Lord God. I've been bought with a price. My body is no longer my own. I glorify you with my body and my spirit, which are yours, Lord God. What shall I render unto you, Lord God, who's given all to me, Lord God? Oh, hallelujah. I receive right now. Oh, hallelujah. Trust in the Lord. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will direct your path. Keep your trust in him. You've been given the power. You've been given the authority. Jesus says, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he shall do it. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You've been given the power. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Fill us up again. Fill us up again. Lord, I'm raising my hand. Fill me up again. Oh, Lord, we've been empty. Fill us up again. Fill us, Lord God. May we overflow with your Holy Spirit. Fill us again, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, the bread of life. Hallelujah, Lord God. We need power. We've been weak. Oh, no, 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 no. We need your power. We receive it now. Thank you, Lord. 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 As we're about to prepare for our communion service, I want you to stay in that same attitude. Stay in that same attitude of praise and worship. We want to ask our deacons and deaconesses come on up.
as we begin to prepare the table. If you're watching us on TV, I want you to now get your bread and your, your juice as we prepare to take communion today. Hallelujah. 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 If you join us late, we want to let you know we're about to take communion. And we're inviting you to take communion with us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord God, what a blessed is. Oh, what a peace is mine. Meaning all the everlasting lives. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the refreshing. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, while we're waiting for our deacons to come, again, I need you to trust God. Trust God. As we come in a single unity of faith. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Praise. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Let a fresh wind come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Lord, as our spirit gets begin to settle, let us no longer feel complacent. Lord God, or comfortable. Lord God, in a place without you. May we, Lord, begin to walk in the newness of life that has been given to each and every last one of us. Precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The body, the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we come to you today. Again, we thank you for these awesome blessings that you have stored upon us. Now, Father, we ask blessed upon these elements, but we're about to partake. We thank you for what you're going to do and have done. In Jesus' name, amen. As our deacons begin to serve the people, we want you to just hold those elements until so we can take of communion all together. Now, this meal, communion, it literally means common union. God wants us to be one, common union. Communion. Deacons, deaconesses, will you serve the people? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now I've been hearing some testimonies of those who, even while taking communion, they received their healing. So if any of you are sick, I want you, while we begin to, while we take communion, to believe God for your healing today. Maybe there's an issue of finances. I want you to let you know there is nothing too hard for God. So while you are taking 
communion today, I'm going to ask if you will, trust God, believe God today as we partake of this meal today. Hallelujah. As we begin to see what God is doing in the common meal, communion today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want you to just know God is at work. So whatever the illness, whatever the need is, maybe you have a concern, a relational concern. You want to, God to repair the relationship. I want you to just trust God and believe it while you're taking communion that God will repair the relationship. Amen. So whatever the need is, while we're about to partake of this common union, this communion, this meal today, I want you to trust and believe God as we take of it together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Glory, glory, glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. The body, the blood of Jesus Christ. The body, the blood of Jesus Christ. The body, the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The body, the blood of Jesus Christ. Paul declares, For I have received of the Lord that which I also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus in the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Let's eat together. Hallelujah. Thank you for your body being broken for us, Lord Jesus. Thank you that you are the bread of life, Lord Jesus. On your body, you took stripes, Lord God, 39 stripes, Lord God for our healing, for our forgiveness, Lord God, for our restoration. Oh, Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have presented your body as the living bread, and we receive you right now. The scripture declares after the same manner, he also took the cup. When he had supped, saying, this cup is a new testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread, drink this cup, you do show forth the Lord's death till it come. Let's drink together. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for the precious blood of Jesus, the blood that washes us and cleanses us from all sin. We thank you, Lord, for your precious blood. We receive our healing. We receive, Lord God, whatever is lacking. We receive it right now, Lord God. Miracle working God, right now. We receive right now. 
Oh, Father, thank you, Lord God, for the atonement, for the blessing. Thank you, Lord God, that you have done exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think, Lord God, according to the power that worketh in us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. If you're in need right now, start thanking him for the blessing. Stop looking at what you need and start looking at him. He's the one who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all you can ask or think. You need a financial healing, you start financial blessing you need. Look unto him right now. You need healing in your body. Begin to declare by your stripes, Lord Jesus, I am healed. Thank you. Begin to receive it. You need restoration in your relationship, your marriage, or whatever. Begin to say, Lord, it is done according to your word. I receive it right now. Whatever your need is, begin to receive it. Begin to receive it right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm, thank you, Lord. Mm, thank you, Lord. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, oh, oh the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus, it washes white as snow. I'm thankful, I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus. Oh, I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus. Yes, I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus. It was just white as snow. Somebody said, oh, 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 the blood of Jesus. Oh, 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 the blood of Jesus. Oh, 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 the blood of Jesus. It washes white as Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to claim your healing by faith. Claim your blessing by faith. Stop looking for when you see something. Start thanking God for it right now. Right now. Right now. Amen. For those who are still watching us online, we're so glad that you've taken the time to be a part of this ministry online. We thank God for the gift that God has bestowed upon us. That's the giving of his son. And because of such a great gift, he has now brought all of us into his kingdom. I need you to know, God says, stop walking by tradition. Stop walking by rituals. Stop walking by the things that men have set up and start walking by the word of God. The word works when you work the word. So tonight, we greet you, we salute you, and we thank you for being with us. Let's begin to look into the throne of grace. Father, again, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. That it's in you that we live, we move, and we have our being. Now, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. 
May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you. And may he give you rest. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just, play. let's just praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. To give God the glory, give God the glory, give God the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Give God the glory. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Go glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. What a great opportunity. Hallelujah. Great blessing of God. Amen. Hallelujah.